this week on Not Your Average Fangirls. But there is also a lyric where Hoshi goes, if I hold you with open arms, I can't get anything. I was like, what do you mean? Do you want to hold me with closed <laughs> arms? Like, Isn't that what you got to do anyway? How can you hold me if your arms are open? <laughs> Maybe you're just laying on him. I don't know. Oh, Monster X and NCT 127 are taking over Christmas in the USA. Our rock queens dreamcatcher come back with Deja Vu. And also we dedicate this whole episode to 17 as we review their latest album and ode. Check it out. Hello, everybody. It is Not Your Average Fangirls. Back. We're back after a week of uh, not being here. (laughs) 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 They were like, oh, you guys were gone? Wow. Didn't even notice. notice. (laughs) Actually, some people noticed because when I said, hey, we're not posting something, some people replied, oh, that makes sense. That's why I didn't see any. I'm like, oh, nice. Thank you. I was like, oh, thank you for listening to us. Um, But we are back. Only a trio this time, unfortunately, but not unfortunately because Terika is currently in Korea living her best, living her life. best life. So we love that for her. Terika, if you're listening, we love you. We miss you. We <laughs> miss you. Like just thriving out there. We love that for you. It is your girl Kat though. And um, I would just like to say that I love Victon very much. And I cried on a public transportation vessel, a bus today while watching part of their like uh fan con so that's where i'm at amazing hey it's cynthia i would like to say i had a mental breakdown two hours ago but i took a nap and i looked at raven pictures so i'm okay now we love that and hello everybody this is carolina this week we're gonna talk about 17 and i'm so excited 17 (laughs) yes Thank you. (laughs) But let's get this week started. Honestly, not a lot has been happening the past two weeks due to um, the holiday in Korea. And then just, I guess, everybody decided that the second week they were also going to take a holiday. So they were just like, you know what? (laughs) They were like, you know what? We're getting we're going to have a 14 day weekend. (laughs) Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Um, But my Agasa heart is very happy because Jackson Wang has announced that he will be dropping a solo album. I mean, we wait. When is it getting released? Um, I believe September twenty fourth. Damn, that's, that's yeah, soon. it's soon. For some exactly. reason, you said twenty four, but my brain heard seventy four, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> An early birthday present for Carolina. I know. Yes, everybody. My birthday September twenty fifth. Yay, <laughs> Libra love. Send her Yu-Gi-Oh things. Yeah. Please, I welcome all the Yu-Gi-Oh things. Yu-Gi-Oh with birthday cake, Yu-Gi-Oh in birthday hats, Yu-Gi-Oh being Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh wearing things, Yu-Gi-Oh breathing, Yu-Gi-Oh yep. dancing. Yep. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Or Yu-Gi-Oh. also Ten. Ten is another one. Ten dancing, Ooh. Ten singing, Ten doing anything. Ong. Ong as well. Oh my God, my baby Ong. Oh. Uh, but I thought about the other day, you know how we did our last episode was about like our top groups and all yeah. that stuff. And then as I'm listening to all of my music this past two weeks, I realized why the heck was JBJ95 not on my top list of groups? And I was mad. I mean, listen, I don't, sure. I don't understand. I'm I think still that- mad that I couldn't put all the 80s on my bias list. But- anyway, <laughs> anyways, we love that for Jackson. <laughs> But yes, love Jackson. Jackson always doing everything last minute. <clears throat> T. Uh, but- <laughs> Listen, things happen, okay? But it's JYP culture, I guess. I don't know. 
Monster X and NCT Elite NCT One Two Seven. Um, have been announced to be performing at a few holiday festivals for radio stations in the States. I know there's like one in Boston, some in Han- yep. San Jose, whatever. Chicago too, right? The one Chicago one. Listen, okay. So for some of you that have been following us for maybe a little bit, you know that I've mentioned that I work at a radio station, right? So I am very scared, very stressed. <laughs> I am nervous. They're going to put Carolina in charge of the meet and greet. <laughs> Um, honestly, that's exactly what's going to happen because I know for a fact that they would do me like this. Okay. So anyways, I'm really hype. Our lineup gets announced this weekend and I am literally shaking in my booties that I do not have because what if it is? I have a feeling that it's when either going to be. When is your guys' Jingle Ball? Yeah. Jingle Ball is, uh, it's in December. So if anybody, uh, December 8th, I think this year okay. or something like that. I got time. I got exactly. Time. So come and visit me. I feel so because, sorry that they got to go yeah. to San Jose. That's an ugly ass city. It really is. <laughs> ugly ass men. <laughs> now, the one thing that I have to say, though, is like what I've noticed is most most of these that are announcing like Monster X or NCT, like they're not the Jingle Ball lineup. They're like what the people like to call the knockoff Jingle Ball. Jingle Bash. <laughs> Well, if this is the lineup, then this is not the knockoff. This is the Prada. You right. So that's thank you for picking up what I was throwing because that's what I was gonna say. I'm just like, listen, putting one of these groups in the lineup like that makes you like a plus plus. So the radio station probably dropped their whole month of salary. Everyone just pitched in, (laughs) (laughs) pitched in their month of work. They said, "Fuck rent, fuck my electricity." Yep. Get me a K-pop for one us right now. Get a K-pop, Get a K-pop group. group. This reminds me, like, th- this was years ago, and we found out how much it would cost to, like, rent One Direction for a night. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. And we're like, all right, y'all, if we just save up, <laughs> we split it. We split it between all of us. In, like, two years, we can do it. And then they, and then they disbanded. <laughs> then they went on hiatus. And- Thank God we didn't actively save for that shit. <laughs> I would have been so mad. Like, my, our bank accounts were, like, reaching. Like, we were almost there. And then they were like, well. It's like we're taking a hike. Zane left. I would have been like, ah! The tea, though, when Harry, when they're like, what was the hardest thing about Zane leaving? And Harry said, the paperwork. <laughs> my king. Yo. That, but, yeah, so, but we're really excited that all these K-pop groups are showing up and, like, mainstream radio shows and things like that i know that monster x was just at the iheart festival they got done wrong a little bit though i ain't even going live Mm -hmm. like mm, mm. we we all saw it saw it live y'all that we mentioned one direction because the last time i went to one of these like jingle bell jingle balls was when i saw one direction (laughs) in dallas but yeah, but Monster X, back to Monster X at iHeart Festival. Um, they did amazing. They were actually at the first night. They did a performance with Steve Aoki. Um, and then the next day, uh, they were on the iHeart Day, uh, Day stage. And that's where we saw it all happening live. They got done wrong mm-hmm. at the beginning of their performance. I don't know what the heck the audio team was, was thinking, but you know... 
Um, and yeah, but besides that, the performance went really, really well. They performed incredibly. It was awesome. Like, I'm really happy that they're getting to do all of this. They also went to the Life is Beautiful Festival. Like, they were just all over the place in Vegas, living the best lives. I know. I love that they're thriving because Monster X went through the most as well. I love how they're practically living in the States and I still have not seen them. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been able to go. It's because they go to the same three cities. You're right. Um, We're going to jump into comebacks. There was a lot-ish. Well, there was, you know, a handful over the past two weeks. So we just kind of pick and chose a few that we wanted to talk about that we really liked. And then we're going to go into our mini album review, which is Seventeen's new album. Yeah. Yes. album that we say with like 17 tracks. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yep. So the first comeback that we are going to talk about, I'm the most excited to talk about, is Penameco came back with a two-song single thingy. One of those songs, I don't know which one is the lead single. Don't really care because we're going to talk about Senorita because it is. <laughs> yes! My favorite song that he has released thus far. I love Penomeco so much. I love love this song. I wish it was longer. Like, I just want it so much more, but it's so good. There's just something about the way he, like, raps. And, like, I'm just, like, your flow is, like, so choppy and annoying, but it works. You, like, you pull (laughs) that shit off so well. Like, I don't know how to explain him. He found his niche. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just good because, like, I know that I don't listen. It's with Nafla, right? And I don't listen yeah. to Nafla a lot. So I was just like, well, is it, is it going to throw off the whole vibe if yeah. it's, like, a super, super, like, rap? But then as I'm listening, I'm just like, no, like, I trust Penomeco, and I know that this song is going to be a bop. Now, all these thoughts happen, and I was, like, three seconds into the song, okay? Okay. So, <laughs> but I love it. I love that they also, like, included Spanish in it, mm-hmm. like, different words of Spanish in there. And they had one of the lyrics that is like, oh, like, you don't need language for emotions type thing. Yeah. And I was like, you right, because I listen to all of y'all. I don't know what y'all are saying, but it's sexy, so it's okay. <laughs> Yo, that, like the opening line that, my mystery senorita. I'm like, yes. Oh, it's yes. so good. The like the even just like the beat that like it makes you just want to dance. Like it's so much fun. And also, Penomeco is literally telling us to just go home to his casa. And Ooh. I was just like, I mean, all right. Listen. If somebody was out there talking, like, if somebody came at you with, like, in a different language and all you understood was casa, would you say yes or no? Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> it depends on who the person is. Yeah. Like, I was going to be like, okay, like, who's telling me, though? Like, I don't, a serial killer or, like, what? <laughs> I was, it's Panameco, it's thought, okay. But I was talking to one of my coworkers today about that, like, how in customer service, like, your initial reaction, just, like, you don't know these people, but you're like, oh, have a good day. Like, they could give, be going home to, like, finish killing someone. Like, be like, oh, have a good day. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that murder you're doing later. <laughs> hope it goes well and you don't get caught what's up oh my god i always think about i wonder how many times i've like crossed paths with like a a killer that decided just not to kill me damn man that's that that's deep because i've thought (laughs) about that but you ever you ever think too like at least like for me like when i'm driving at times like i could just be stopped there and i would look and be like if i literally make a left turn right here like i would cause a huge crash (laughs) i i think about that i could die when I would drive, I would be like, I could literally just swerve off the road and die right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> but yes, Pena Meko, I love his flow. I love his style. That man can do no wrong for me. Like even on like features he does, I'm obsessed with him. Same. We love we love a fancy child man. I am so like in love with everything that he is as a human and he's so adorable and I just yes, I love the song. I heard it and I was like, Carolina. Yep. And ever since then, I was listening. I mean, like, I was listening to it. It's so good. It's a bop. And I love Penomeco, okay? Like, this is why. Any song that he touches is gold. Um, moving on to somebody that I really, 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 really freaking love as well. Ball 4 came back with Workaholic. And let me tell you, this song is super relatable for me because I am always working. And basically... All she says in the song is everyday working. Like if I keep on going, I'm going to die. Everything like I just go to work and then I wake up and then look at that. It's back to work. I go and I was like, wow, that's my life. Literally. That's all I do. <laughs> it really is. Like, though. That's all I do. But it's really cute. It's a cute music video. It's still very monotone going with like the song lyrics. Um, But even at the end, it's just like they like. It looks like she quit and is living her best life. I'm like, wow, one day, one day. Fuck yeah, that's the goal. But yeah, my partner in crime with Bull 4 is Terika and she ain't here. So sad times. I like them as well. I really love their uh, her voice. Her voice is really soothing and like mellow and it puts me just in a happy place. But I, I don't stand them like y'all do, but I do really enjoy their music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but the song, I mean, it's been killing it at music shows. They beat X1 like three times already. So that tells you the power. Uh, Teen Teen has made their debut called It's On You. And if anyone watched Produce 101, you guys know Hanami. Yay. And he officially made his debut in adorable curly blonde hair. They made his hair so big and he just looks even smaller than before. <laughs> it's super cute. It's a very bright and cute concept. They're adorable in it. And I do want to point out, though, that Woojin sounds like Woojin from Stray Kids when he sings. <laughs> Teen Teen, it's on you. It's very cute. There is a moment where they're in like a ball pit. It's adorable. I'm just, I was living for it. I know. And then it's like the part with uh, Jinwoo, which is Hanami. Hanami. They do do the thing. They do the Hanami thing towards the end. And that was super cute. But there's a part like in his part. And he says like, don't worry, don't worry. And it's like, Oh my god, I don't even know. Like, please excuse my butchered Korean, but it was just adorable. Like, if you listen to this song, you'll understand what I mean. And I'm, you can tell obviously that they're babies through this music video and the song, you know. So I, and I still am confused because some people are saying that this is like still like a pre debut thing. Um, and some others are saying like, no, that this is gonna be like their actual group. So. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. It might change in the future. But right now, I'm really happy that he's like doing these. Yeah. Doing all these things. Little baby. And I'm also loving that they debuted right now while X1 is still promoting. So I might get some motherfucking interaction. (gasps) Oh, my God. That's right. So for a weird debut, (laughs) um, K Tiger Zero. If you guys know who don't know who K Tigers are, they're Taekwondo crew that does K-pop dance covers, that now have a group that is a K-pop group. We're all confused, exactly. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 
They've debuted with the song. They're also going on tour already. What? Yeah. What? I'm confuddled. Yeah. Yeah. They debuted with a song called Sidekick. Like the cell phone? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I was like, really? I I mean, mean, it's funny because they're Taekwondo and it's Sidekick. Yeah. But the song is a... Listen, um, I'm gonna tell. I'm just gonna put it this way: I love EDM. I've expressed that before. I love all types of EDM, and this was not it, fam, <laughs> at all. It sounds like legit noise. Like somebody put too many tracks all together into one and put it together and said, "Boom, this is a song." And it's sad because, like, you know, they're talented, and I get it. I just don't think that they're group like yeah like what they do exactly like the taekwondo thing that they included in their video and everything it was super dope like their choreo thing that they did super dope but vocal wise and just like keeping that with you know just like what an idol does singing and dancing at the same time i just didn't see it like you could tell that they were just not idols you know yeah that's obviously like this is how we feel i think it was too all over the place um i just think the song could have been better like the song just like it's just bad like that's it if it would have been like another song and and then maybe but this one just didn't work i feel like it was production wise was just not well done yeah i agree so we'll see how this goes i mean like we said they're dancing yeah, so we'll see what else they put out. It just looked like they were just like, oh, this is a cover we did. It wasn't like, hey, this is a song that we're going to put out and we're going to promote with it because we're a K-pop idol group. Right. So we'll see how it goes. Rock Queen's Dreamcatcher. Yes. Come back uh, with their song Deja Vu, a rock royalty <laughs> anthem. I've, I know. I don't even know how to explain what Dreamcatcher does, but they fucking do that shit. They, she's. They do that. And it's funny them. because so the so the song is called Deja Vu. And when it starts, like I was watching the music video and it was like a royal like concept. And then I see them like looking at, and throughout the video, all I could scream was royal betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they kept looking at each other, but then it would switch to them like a sword in front in front of each other. I was just like, oh, gasp, betrayal. And it was like other something else was like, gasp, betrayal. <laughs> so and I hated myself for doing it. Every story in history got it. Exactly. But it was just done beautifully and in a rock version of it. And Dreamcatcher is yeah. so dope. I love them so much. And it's like, um, you even hear it. Like you still get obviously your rock from them as per usual. But you can still hear it like it sounds like it has a little bit more strings in it and things like that. So it goes really well with the concept. The rest of the album, too, is amazing. So everybody, if you want to go check it out, Deja Vu, amazing. But the rest of the album is so, so good as well. So definitely recommend. And I just want to point out to the Handong's, I believe it is. Yeah, her voice phenomenal in this right. like when they do the holding it's like holding this pain and something something else like her voice just who vocals on point uh oh god okay here we go hi 
Hello, everybody. It's Kat, your resident um, many fandom, but right now going to be your resident <laughs> starlight. Um, Vix has come back with a single called Parallel to go with their tour, also titled Parallel. Amazing. Um, Vix, if you don't know who Vix is, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Not to be rude, but like, you know, Google They're them. They're iconic. Concept kings, literally. Yeah. Like, if you like horror, if you like Greek mythology, if you like voodoo, if you like robots, if you they're the ones for you. If you like <laughs> perfumist, whatever you want, they got, okay? Parallel. I To be honest, when I heard that they were coming back, I was like, oh my God, what kind of concept they're going to do? Like, what's it going to be about? I don't think this is like a single in the way where they're promoting it. Like they're not promoting it or anything. It's just like specifically for the tour. But man, when I tell you I was ready to be emo as hell listening to this song and then got jolted into like a roller coaster of happiness because it's just like a feel good song. I was like, wait, what? Yes. I was like, huh? it's so it's like a very retro and funky feel. Yeah. And I was not expecting that. Yeah. Like like Kat, I thought it was going to be some like emo shit mm. and then it wasn't. And I want to say that when Ravi is like, hey, what you going to do? Like that shit disrespected me. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even I don't. Yeah, like I don't even stand Vix like that. And I felt disrespected. So imagine I can only imagine how you guys felt. Listen, <laughs> Terika ain't here with me to be going through this with me. But Terika. I'm going to put it this way. When I got into K-pop, Terika and I fell very hard for Vix very quickly. It was like one day to another. I was like a hardcore fucking starlight. Like one day I was like, ooh, this seems like an interesting song. And like two hours later, I was like, I love them with every fucking piece of my soul. <laughs> yes. Kings. I did. Like, I fucking put it. together a whole ass interview. Like. Got a signed album at KCON that year. Got a high touch with them that year. And then got a group photo with them that same year. (laughs) Damn. It all happened so quick. And I'm so glad. I've never been so happy about something in my life. But Vix are... The thing with Vix is they do two, two... They go two ways. They're either very cute and like all like super fan driven. And they're like adorable retro y Or they're like dark brooding like emo men and, and it's, it's amazing it's i love the duality of vix and honestly their concepts are just out of control like that's why they are called the concept king and i hate when people are just like vix are just bad like vix no. are nothing they whatever no. and i was just nope. like no you respect your damn elders okay I know you just got into K-pop yesterday, so understand. First of all, the tea is all the things that you love all these new boy groups are doing or all the even the boy groups that were around maybe a little bit after Vix. Vix started everything like every fashion trend that's currently in boy groups like thing. Vix started literally everything. Chokers chained up. Nobody was wearing chokers. Until nope. Chain Up, nobody was wearing body harnesses until Voodoo Doll. Like, that, like, things like that are, like, they're very pivotal in K-pop. And that's why they're so respected by other groups in K-pop. Now, K-pop yeah. stands might not feel the same way, but y'all don't matter because your faves got their mouths on the floor watching my faves dance. So, <laughs> like... 
get exactly. it together. But back to Parallel, I do want to say, like, A, the song surprised me. B, it's obviously really, really good, so really funky, really fun. And also, there, like, how I imagine, like, obviously, there's not a music video or anything mm. right now. But uh, this song, it made me feel like if you were watching, like, a really bad old, like, space movie, <laughs> like, alien movie. And it's just like you're on planet XYZ and then you have to jump out into the orbit or something with your like romantic interest. And it's like very badly filmed 80s style. Like you're jumping and it's just like wind, but you know that it's all fake. This is what I imagined. <laughs> well, well, what, like listening to this song. And I was like, obviously it's not, it's not going to be anything like this, but that's all I could think about. And I was I just like, that. this just made, it made the <laughs> song so much movie. better for me. <laughs> exactly like i came up with this whole thing and then obviously you know this whole area 51 thing going around like made sense i was like of course it would take vix vix made an area 51 concept like amazing yep. they were like this is for Got our it. alien brothers <laughs> go. this one for you and the orbits out there like i just i love vix they can do no wrong for me they could literally put out a song where it's just Ravi going, ba 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 And he has put out some songs like that. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, have you heard his solo stuff? There's some songs you that right. are questionable. But you know yeah. what? I ride hard for that shit. I'm gonna be like, you know that song where Ravi goes, ba 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 Best shit I ever heard in my life. That's why he's <laughs> that's why he's one of the best lyricists in K-pop. That's why he's one of the highest paid fucking members of a K-pop Yo, group. It's because I love it. he out here on the ba 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 okay making papa sound great right (laughs) and sell millions only yeah only ravi can make papa sell like twenty thousand copies in like two minutes so the power just putting that out there all of x i miss hekyun so much like not hearing his voice with them made me so sad but i was like you know what it's okay and I can only imagine that this is probably like the last thing Leo's gonna do, Takun, before he also enlists. Oh my god. <laughs> We're all getting at that point where all of our faves are slowly. I don't wanna think about it. I know, same. I'm just like, let's move on. You know what? Yeah, literally. <laughs> all the Cynthia's are gonna go Damn. one after the other. It's gonna be like, enlist, 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 enlist. This is what all 95 liners. You know what? The good thing is though, like, you get it all out of the way at once, and they'll all they come all back come at back the, at the same, same time. time. You'll find a 96 liner to keep you occupied. No, she got hung done. <laughs> you know, 98 liner. I got Bam Bam. Oh, that too. Yeah, that's he, ain't nowhere. he ain't going nowhere. You got him for life at least. Oh, you know? that's, yeah, he for life. That's what I imagine, like, 2 p.m. stands. Like, they're like, yeah. oh, God, thank God we have Nakoon. Like, thank God. <laughs> But yes, that was our last comeback. Now it's time to get into our album review. 17. An ode, an ode to you, right? Yes. Oh my God. I am so excited to talk about this album, y'all. You don't even know. It's amazing. Um, yeah, 17's album, An Ode. Um, we're going to talk about each song skipping hit because we already discussed it in a previous podcast whoop, whoop. but we're gonna go song by song we're gonna start with lie, lie again, again which is one of my favorite songs on the album you know what's funny though i feel like i felt like 17 was breaking up with me <laughs> throughout this whole song and we ain't even dating like they don't even know uh, me but well, i felt actually, it i have a note to say about this song 
I feel like this song was written for my ex-boyfriend when we first broke up. Ooh. Because it, ta- Ooh. <laughs> it talks about still loving that person but lying to them. So that way you can, like, you know, both move on. And I don't know, like, I was reading the lyrics and I was like, damn, Woozy really wrote this for beep. <laughs> um, Dang. I also really loved um, when was singing. That's like quietly echoing in the background. I fucking love that shit. Yo, I love when Momo sings, man. His voice is so good. That's my, that's my baby. That's my baby. <laughs> but there is a lyric that I really love, though, that it was like, um, even as I need you every day, I push you away knowing that I'm going to regret it. I was like, damn, Woozy, you out here. Like, I who, know. Who were you in love with that you stopped being in love with? Like, what's her name? Like, tell me about her. Was she 4'9"? Because that's the only, like, that's the only explanation. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> he was upset because she was 5'6", and he was 5'2". Like, oh I don't understand. Oh, my God. But, Yo. Um, no, but Woozy came through and fucking dukiums falsetto dk sir you mm, suck men you have the voice of 25 angels like his falsetto was so fucking beautiful like as soon as i heard his falsetto like towards the end of the song like my whole body just like sh- my goosebumps just shot up like the entirety of my body i was like who allowed you to be this talented and like the chorus was like stuck in my head for like ever and you know what it's like it makes you question too because like they start off the album with hit and i was just like heck yeah and then i was just like oh lie again it's probably gonna be a bop and then i get into lie again i'm like damn y'all really hitting me in the feels i'm saying after you got me like booty popping and stuff and then it was just like slap in the face i'm breaking up with you i was like excuse me we just got lit three minutes ago what the hell are you talking about but yeah but the just woozy's like talent like this is it right here like this Mm -hmm. slow ballad style i'm just mm. And my favorite thing about being a carrot, like having Stan 17 since their like debut, is that not only are you seeing 17 evolve as a group, but watching and seeing Woozy evolve as a songwriter and as a producer has yes. been insane. Like he's ever growing. And I think the best thing about like idols making their own music is that as they progress and get older and go through experiences their fans are doing that as well and i think that's something that woozy definitely brings to the table because he writes relatable songs with context that you know every person like around his age around his fan group is going through like we've all been through our heartbreak we've all been through this and that we've all been fallen in and out of love and he just takes it and makes it so relatable that it doesn't seem like an idol writing a song about something it seems like something you would write yourself so i think that's like one of the best things about woozy like how far like jihoon has come from like akinda yes (laughs) to this album like it's praise my small man yes it's continue it's insane. Like I could praise and talk about Woozy's like writing style and his production capabilities and how he's single-handedly like come and made 17 what they are to be completely honest. He is the pillar of why 17 because everyone knows Pletus doesn't, 
they, they don't give that, a fuck about listen, nobody. Yeah, the reason why Seventeen is who Seventeen is is because they do everything themselves. Yeah. It's because, like, I remember in one of the interviews, was it like, Scoops was just like, no, like, I go and sit in the meetings and I demand things. And I say, like, no, we don't like that. Or, (laughs) yeah, like, he, they speak up and they do everything themselves. And that's why they are who they are. And going off of what Kat said, like, you can see the progression, you know, like, not only, like, you know, they're going and writing as they're growing. Mm. So obviously, like, because I know some people now are just like, well, weren't they doing something like Akinda? And I was just like, you know, they're older now and you got to yeah, understand that they're not going to write and do the same music that they did, you know, when they first debuted. Like wow. they want to express different things now. And they're like, they're not kids anymore. Like they're men now. Like they're grown ass exactly. men that are dating girls and going through heartbreak and going through the trials and tribulations of being who they are and also wanting to, you know, be normal and be not be in the spotlight and have relationships and do things like this. So in that aspect, you know, because Seventeen's like, they're not a rookie group anymore. Like, they're not, they've been around for a long time, you know. They're low-key, like, vets. Like, the I felt like after I watched the season of Produce, like, when – they covered 17 i was like damn 17 has been around for a long time yep. like they're a yep. pillar now in k-pop like everyone says oh like the big the three big groups in k-pop bts xo and 17 and i and i see it because that's they're the three shining examples of what you want to be as a k-pop group just killing it like in every aspect of whatever you're doing they're just killing it and 17 has proven over and over again like after pretty you when they got their first win like it's been a only uphill for them like there hasn't been a point where they haven't released anything good now i will say and i was talking to kenzie about this one of our friends that this is the first 17 album that i've listened to and i've loved literally every single piece of art and music that is in it i am so happy about that because i mean for me i feel like i'm biased most of the time like (laughs) oh yeah i'm hella biased but 17 like they mean so much to me and their music is so so good and i feel like every album is good mm. obviously there's like a couple songs that are just like all right whatever so the fact that you're like because when you said like oh the past album was just like eh so then hearing that it just makes me go like no but this album is good and you like it so i'm like yay yeah yeah you know i love 17 like i've never like not enjoyed 17 i love seeing them at kcon every year because i see they asses every year <laughs> I love their albums and I love their music and I love what they do and I love the teamwork that they have and I think that's like the shining point of who Seventeen is is that they're a family above everything else yeah. and so the last album I didn't like I didn't hate it but it wasn't like oh I love this album now this album I'm like I fuck like I've listened to this album for like a week straight like nothing yes. but this album. Look at that. All we have to say, and it's only the first song. This is how amazing this album is, okay? Like, we love Woozy's wow. character development. He probably heard the <laughs> podcast where I was talking shit. I was like, oh, yeah, bitch? Okay. Watch. <laughs> Got you. Watch. Let me release this real quick. <laughs> Just you wait, cat from Natural Ivy Train Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just you wait, NYA fangirl cat. <laughs> um, okay, well, moving on to the next song, which is the title track. It's called Fear. And let me tell you, we got Darker 17, everybody scream. Woo! They playing ping pong with us in this whole album. 
How did you I, feel about your man S. Scoops looking like a whole ass vampire, already pale as hell, but even more pale? <laughs> Gosh, I swear to God, he's fucking transparent at this point. Like, he's not white no more. Like he is transparent, y'all. Oh my God. It is getting too much. My man needs a tan, okay? I need to take him to Hawaii. Actual Hawaii. Not enlist. Not enlist in Hawaii. Like, for real Hawaii, I need to take his ass there. I need to take him and like make him not be transparent because uh, Send him a tanning bed for his next birthday. <laughs> no, that's bad. Like, just a little bit. But, um, well, back to that. So we were uh, discussing Wonwoo. Uh, Wonwoo starts this song. Yes. And it was awesome. Like, it starts very strong with his deep voice. And it was just too powerful for me. But I love that. How, like, the first line, it goes hard. I'm like, all right, we're going in. And then the, and then the first verse hits. And you're like, you're like, wait, Joshua, what? What's right? going on? Yeah. <laughs> and then they get into the chorus and you're like what and then they're all like dancing and they got like their oh. chests out and you're like what i and know that one okay. move with sinquan and woozy and joshua where they're like he like Ooh. controls them and i'm just like oh my god yes. what is happening the whole song does like kind of like a battle yeah in the whole song but then it it works because um it like it doesn't seem like a complete battle it seems like a like a like instead of like clashing is there like it's merging perfectly and it gives each part like a chance to shine and it still somehow works together. I feel it, but I do want to say in the part where it was, uh, it was Woozy's part and you know how in the music video it turns. Um, so everybody, I did react to this. If you guys want to go watch it, um, you can see what I mean. But in Woozy's part, basically it's like sideways. Tell me how I literally put my face sideways. I was like, hold on. I need to see my man perfectly. <laughs> like, why are you? Gonna, they like, did that to make him, him seem tall. Oh, yeah. Like, I was about to say, dang. you need to see all four foot of him perfectly. Listen, I love all four foot of him, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm. Four it's, oh, four okay. Feet. Four feet. English. It's hard. Um, <laughs> Wasn't our but, first language. But uh, there's the. Okay, now the, da- the dance move that Vernon does. Um, when it's like the solo <laughs> yeah when it's like the solo Vernon dance and it's like he's squatting and then moving I was just like what the hell are you doing and then all of a sudden it, it's like all of them doing it and I was like oh they are feeling themselves now alright I guess if anyone has been watching the live stages Mingyu Kim Mingyu needs to calm baby. his 7 foot 2 ass down <laughs> with his chest out looking like fucking Spongebob in the suit y'all know what I'm <laughs> I hate that man so much. I cannot stand Mingyu. He is too Yo, I, much for me. He is so fine. Like, listen, he this is. this type of con- this type of concept for Seventeen is so good. Like the outfits, the dance move, the song. Like, I'm just like, this is what y'all deserve, really. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, and and again, okay. So I'm gonna go back to and lie again. They're just like, oh, you know, we're breaking up and stuff. And fear, they're like. You know, I don't love you anymore. I'm poisoned for you. Like, I'm bad for you type thing. It's or fine, you're bad baby. for me. It's fine. And then, me, bitch. <laughs> dare you to poison me. But then I'm just like, but looking at them that way, I was just like, I don't care that you bad for me. Like, I'm literally going to go to you. Because, wow. I'm yes. honestly, at this point, y'all, like, I'm going to be 100% real with you. I think a scoops is really a vampire at this point. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with how he been looking lately, I, I sh- I wouldn't even be surprised. Would carrots be mad? No. 
We wouldn't. Know, it's fine. I, w- I want you to be a mortal bitch. You right? <laughs> Stay alive forever. Stay forever, ever. But anyways, this is a great concept for Seventeen. Very strong, very dark, and sexy. And it's just a bop. It really is a bop. The next song we're going to talk about is Let Me Hear You Say. Let Me Hear You Hey, okay, okay. This is bitch. When this hits, is my... like. <laughs> this is my favorite song. This is my favorite song of the album. Like, literally, this song is the thing. Like, the chorus when it's just like, baby chocolate. But that though. That go, that go, man. I was just like, yes, sing it. Yo, I was jamming. Like, <laughs> I, it's so good. I wish there was video of me doing what I just did because it was ridiculously funny. But I can uh, vividly imagine it. It's fine. Yeah. I freaking love this song. So, so good. It's super sweet. But at the same time, it's really lit. And this just, Hoshi's voice in this too. I'm just like, my, my boy. You doing Please. that vocals? Did you hear DK my man's that I album. always forget? Like I love you, DK. <laughs> I love you, DK. I'm sorry. It's just because uh, scoops is powerful. She's holding, yeah, she's holding a scoops hand, but it's like touching like DK's butt on the side. <laughs> um, well, I mean, speaking of a scoops, his low rap bitch. Ooh, slap me in the face. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's holding DK's hand and touching a scoops butt. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> No, just caressing his thigh. Yeah, under his the thigh. Table. That's right. Yeah, his thigh. holding DK's hand above the table where everyone can see and caressing S. Goop's thigh. <laughs> While sitting on his lap. <laughs> that man, like, nah. In 17, like, he owns me. I know I say a double bias, but, like, I kind of, like, went we, in a half bias. No. We know yeah. the last double bias in 17. Yeah. You're right. They just like just, I be you know, saying I double bias in 17, but we really know who owned my ass in 17. Exactly. It's just like someone that I look at, but then I also love Hoshi too. You know what? When One of these days we're going to uh, rank. Just our 17 bias. Yeah, we're going to rank our 17 bias. Oh, God. Because that would that's going to be real interesting because, wow, my list sure has changed. <laughs> I mean, I, if you want to go through my history of 17 biases, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, think I have like you bias. She was a Hoshi bias. Wait, wait, no, no. I started off with uh, Vernon. I moved on to Mingyu and then to Woozy. And I was like, all right, bet. I'm set. And then, like, fast forward, I was like, oh my God, Hoshi. Hoshi. And then it just became a double. And then I was Hoshi's just like, Hoshi, okay. Though. I feel like he yeah. is everyone's designated. Favorite. He's favorite everyone's member. favorite member, but not everybody's bias. If you are a Hoshi bias, you have a strong heart. Because I could not. <laughs> Yo, one thing I have noticed though, Hoshi biases are the prettiest bitches I have seen in my entire oh, fucking 100%, life. Hundred percent, I agree. I have a mutual. Her name is Alex. I don't know if she's oh, listening she's so to this, but that bitch is the most beautiful woman I have seen in my life, and she is so fucking in love with Hoshi. <laughs> Hoshi probably loves all the attention. Come on. I'm like, what he deserves, honestly. Yeah, imagine like him, whore. like being in the fan site and be like, damn, that girl's so pretty, and then it turns out that. That's his bias. He's like, ha ha, motherfucker. Ah. You see this bitch right here? My fan. <laughs> I know. You ever think about that? Like, later after the fan side, they'd be like, did you see that one girl? Yeah, she was my, like, she was, I'm like, I'm her favorite. I'm like, her I'm her bias, and she was hella cute. So I hope they do that, because like, I would do that if I, if I was a K-pop idol. <laughs> or when right? they first walk into the fan side, and they're, like, whispering to and each they're trying other. To guess. They're trying to guess, like, who is it? I wonder if it's, like, it's Minky. It's Minky. No, 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 no. She looks... 
Vernon, she's Vernon. Like, it's Vernon as Vernon. I, I really want to know if they can tell. Like, can they tell who I they're... Th- I mean, okay. Jackson can. That's like a yeah. sixth sense for him. Kino knew. Kino fucking knew he owned my ass. He fucking knew it. Because <laughs> from my experience with Got7, like, yu gi knew. Like, I literally walked in, in a professional setting, and he knew right away. <laughs> Like, he looked at me, he's like, ha you biased me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, that was it. Oh so I have God. a feeling that they, like, know. And I think it's because we just kind of, like, even if you yeah, don't you want know. to, like, you would just look at your bias. Yeah, you're right. I I mean, no, because Bam Bam was shook when I told him that he was my ideal yeah, man. Yeah, because you just had told Jin Young that he was a god. <laughs> thought, they were at opposite ends of the table, thank you. <laughs> They didn't the thing know. Is that it's like you didn't say you're my bias. You said you're my ideal man. So he was probably like, <laughs> shit, like this deep. <laughs> like she loved me, love me. I know, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. But anyways, let me hear you say a bop. The, this is my favorite song in the album. I can listen to this nonstop. The chorus hits different, okay? Like, it's just lit. It really does. Yeah. It's like the song, you're just like, okay, okay. And then the chorus hits, and you're like, wow. Yeah. I'm telling yes. you, is that baby chocolate. Don't go, don't go. Like, it's so good. It's so, so good. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes, hey. exactly. The next song on the album is 24-7 um, Performance Unit. This is my second favorite song on the this album. This is my favorite song on the album, Ooh. everybody. Ooh. First of all, I don't even know where to begin with this song, to be A honest. big old sigh. You are right. That's exactly uh, what we're going to do. I'm one more time. I don't even know where to begin with this song. Um, first of all, Dino, sir. Lee Chan, sir. Um, I'm gonna need you to go back to the little fucking alfalfa hair that you had and calm the fuck down (laughs) because the unacceptability of your vocals in this song was like at an all time high, like at at least 3000% of what it needs to not be. Okay. So you need to reel that shit in. Hoshi, how dare you as the leader of performance right. unit allow this kind of song to happen? Okay. Did you see him in the live stage for it? Oh my we gosh. We ain't talking about it. We ain't talking about it. Oh Listen, my gosh. His transparent shirt. I was like, ah, I We talking about none Listen, of that. I love I love this because it just gave me okay, I love R and B music, okay? Yep. And it literally, this is what they gave me. And first of all, I feel I felt attacked from the beginning because Hoshi starts off the song saying like, "Oh, nobody get in the way of his dream or something. Like nobody get in his dream because it's about you." And I was just like, "I'm just like, honey, what 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 are you what are you dreaming about?" Because I mean, same. But at the but damn, this gave me, and I feel like we talked about this in our group chat, cat. But this is like the. 90s r&b song that you sing in the rain yeah i was expected like if i if i envision a music video for this song is performance unit and white like flowy button downs with like (laughs) jeans or like some type of slacks in the rain just like body rolling like crying the hair like dripping wet like the close-up of like hoshi like contemplating his whole life and like <laughs> slamming his fist and then like water jumps up around him like that's the, my envision it was like some 90s ass boy band tyrese 
singing in the rain, Usher letting it burn like fire rings around them in the middle of the street while they dancing. Like that's what I'm seeing. <laughs> but it's true. In that's my exactly. Mind. That's what the song gives you. That's the vibe that the song gives you. I imagine. I was thinking more of like MB writers, but okay. <laughs> and then there was a there was a um, Ming Hao lyric where he's like, "No matter how much I miss you, you can't fill my heart." And I was like, "Listen." I, like i'm gonna try <laughs> i'm gonna try out here on these streets that's, that's me it's like they keep looking for something and i was just like nah b i'm right here i am right here for it you says 24 this 7 your memory is it doesn't end until the universe stops and then there's one the whole she does the same thing but he was like it doesn't end until my life stops and i'm like listen I don't know what kind of dreams y'all be having about me, but let me know. Like, I can make it a reality for you, sir. <laughs> like, that's literally the same thing I thought. I was just like, again, I'm right here. Say like, the words. Say the words. Your on. dreams will become reality, okay? This is what dreams are made of, okay? Like, Lizzie McGuire is this bitch, okay? Yes. <laughs> this is what dreams <laughs> like. Yo, okay, I was I literally did not expect this song at all. Like me either, like at all. And then it started, and I was like, "What is this?" And then it was like the slow guitar. I was like, "What is this?" And then like twenty four seven, I was just like, oh, "Listen, God, like, performance yeah. unit and all the past albums they give me the bops, like highlight the dun dun burn 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 burn. Where like I want to like like my shower jams, like I'm in the shower like pretending that I'm Hoshi doing like the leg move and like the thing where he's on his knees and shit. Like that's what I <laughs> that's what I expected <laughs> from a performance unit song. So when I clicked on it, I was like, okay. I was like, ooh, I can't wait for it. There, I wonder if there's gonna be like some EDM. Like what's it gonna be like Latin inspired? Like what we going for? And then it was like. And I was like, what the fuck is this porn ass music going on right now? Who allowed this to happen with the whole ass Dino in this unit? Who do you think you are? And they were just like, dear, then and Dino is trying to tell you something. Like he that he he's grown. And I was just like, Dino, no, you're not, but I guess. You ain't grown if you were under 5'4". Okay? So he is not grown. <laughs> Damn. He's not 5'4"? He's growing-ish. Yeah, I know. I, know. I don't know how how tall Chan is anymore. I just know him and Woozy small as hell. <laughs> like, they tie me. Babies. Uh, as you can tell, we really, we really enjoyed this song. This is my favorite song on a whole damn album. Like, this, to be honest, the podcast is over for me. I don't want to talk about nothing. Okay. <laughs> He's 5'8". He ain't 5'8". Eight. Eight. She he looks it not 5'8". Not a fucking chance. Look, see how tall they say Woozy is. If they say Woozy's over 5'2", they lying ass motherfuckers. I, yeah, Woozy's 5'6". No, he's 5'5". No, he's not 5'5". <laughs> yeah, he is because he's taller than me. He's, no, no. I'm he sorry, is. but no. <laughs> I he was taller than me when that. I met it's him. It's just because he's shorter, and so anyone that's shorter than Kat... She thinks that is a midget. They're five. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm a midget. Except Hong Jong. He's six foot, according to her. He's like seven two. What do you mean six foot? That man is like oh seven five. Eight foot on okay, a good well, day. The next song in the album is called Second Life. That's my favorite song. And it's so good. Thank you. Well, actually, it's tied. I, I have two songs that are tied for my favorite song. I'm not sorry. It gives me like, okay, in a way, it gives me like, 
like video game yes, 80s kind mm-hmm. of vibes and um it's like a montage song like the perfect montage mm-hmm. song honestly i'm like living I for feel the it. piano that's so weird because that's literally what i told kenzie in the group chat i was like i feel like this is like the song that would play if i was like still in high school no <laughs> 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 she saw something I thought she was dying. I was like, damn. She fucking choked. Yeah, what is that? It's a minky. Oh, I didn't I didn't see it. Oh what? my god. Just look at what I Where? just tweeted, Carolina. You gonna feel what I just felt. Oh <laughs> <laughs> live reaction. Oh my Oh, oh my Can we god. leave that those two moments in the podcast, please? <laughs> this song it felt like i was in high school i like was either new or something happened where i was on the outs with my classmates and i just did a big speech and i was like you know what fuck all of you guys and i walked out this is the song that we be playing in the background yeah just second life second life she'll need a second life because everybody hates her in the school Oh my god. Listen, it's a bop, okay? I love like I said, I love the piano and then it hits you with the kicks in there and I was like, "Yes, bitch, I love a good kick." I like the lyrics in the song cuz it's just like even in another life, like I'll still go to you and I hope that we remember each other and I was just like, "Wow." Like that's y'all really emo. Yeah, I was like, "Damn, yeah." This I know, this album, I'm just like, "What the hell? Like, Woozy, really what what happened?" Like, who hurt you? Was it Vanessa? Like, who broke up with you? <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> she made a comeback. <laughs> but I love it. I love in the bridge because you have Woozy, like, being all dramatic. But then you have Joshua's, like, sweet vocals that come right after. And I was just like, this just feels so nice listening to this. But at the same time, it's so sad. Yeah, it's a freaking bop, okay? I feel, I, no, I completely agree. Um, The next song on the album is called Network Love. This is by the foreign line. Yep, it's basically China line and America line. So I thought it was really cool. It's foreign um, line. So I was ready to, I was just like, let's go. Where are we going to party? And it's basically, I really, I know that they're talking about Tinder. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it. <laughs> the lyrics, Can we talk about the dance that. break? <laughs> nice. The dance break you know, was bomb though. Like, honestly. I, same. Like, I really like it. I like the... The beat of it is really, really cool. I feel like it matches well with them. And I know I know Kat mentioned in the group chat, she was just like, ah, it's it's all right. But for me, I just thought it was like, yeah, like it was just kind of like a fun song. And again, they're talking about that network love and meeting whatever with uh, we met because of the internet type thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Tinder. <laughs> I feel like the guy making the theories and it's just like it ends in Tinder. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Network love, hey, we we love a self tie, self title about Tinder. They're definitely like telling us all the tea about their dating life, and we just don't know it. They're dropping hints. This is this is what this is. Well, we caught on, and now they're gonna come for us. Dun dun dun! Next week, watch out. We might not be here anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> seventeen coming for us, and then like, and how we know that they're coming is that we hear seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> i just want i really hope every time vernon enters a room at least one member goes vernon uh. <laughs> at least that so. at least that part that's such a 
such a missed opportunity if they don't do that honestly exactly and if they don't say a scoops like a scoops what's the point it's like when they say their name yeah 17 i'm like all i can think about is 17 like i can't <laughs> like that's how they had to present themselves but network love i love like cynthia said the beat of it like in that chorus because it's just like it's so dope it sounds nothing like that so just go and listen to it because i'm horrible and making music, obviously. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about Back It Up, and I need to speak about this. Go for it. Yes! Okay, this is a bop, a booty popping bop. So go, Cynthia. They, yes. they, when they said Back It Up, they meant Back It Up. All right, like, listen, the, the mm-hmm. beginning scared me, okay? Like, I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Because I was just jamming to Network Club. I was like, all right, this is cute, this is cute. And then they Back It Up turned on, and I was like, bitch, what the fuck? And, like, honestly, at first, it sounds like it's going to be a mess of a song. As in, you don't think it's going to, like, work well because there's just so much going on at once. But it fucking slaps. Like, it's still, it it works. It works. It's, it's like, like a bunch of things. Like, you put a bunch of shit into a blender. You blend that shit. And guess what? It's a delicious smoothie. <laughs> you put kale in there. And you're like, nah, this ain't going to taste good. But you put some strawberry, some whey powder. Love that shit. Some banana. And then you stir that shit up. And guess what? You don't taste the kale because it blended beautifully. That is what the song is. Amazing. That is such a good explanation for this song, though. But because I thought when the song started, too, I was just like, wait, what's, what's happening? Because it's like, back, back, back it up. And I was like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. But as it continued, it's so, so good. And I definitely think that this song, like, I would hear it at, like, a fashion show type thing. Like, if Steve Aoki doesn't background. do a remix for this, I'm a like, wasted opportunity. And then it's just, like, the part that it's just, like, siren, siren, oh. whale, oh whale. <laughs> What's that, cat? I think cat and yeah, I was, was just, like. I was, like, prison <laughs> plagiarism. <laughs> Yeah, that was so funny. But um, I want to point out, too, that in this song, they have a line that says, you can't cool me down even if you call Elsa. And I was like, wow. Y'all really just put Frozen in your damn song, didn't you? And they did. They did put <laughs> Frozen in their this damn song. song. I was like, why? on my workout playlist. Today, I ran in the rain, and I was listening to this. <laughs> Every time that I listen to this song, and it's just like the chorus is just like, back 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 it up like you know that meme which is like a video of that dog scratching its butt on the on the sofa but it looks like it's like dancing that's me every time i listen to the song (laughs) (laughs) i am the dog scratching my butt on the sofa no you're that little baby that will smith uh posted about that said was little you that's you oh my god yeah it's like a mixture of those two things but mostly the dog scratching his butt on the sofa because it just goes with it, okay? Like, it's great. But hip-hop unit out here doing the damn thing, okay? Because, wow, I this song is good. I, live. I love hip-hop unit, and not just because the Scoops is in it, but because the Scoops is in it. it it's exactly because the Scoops is in it. What you talking about? <laughs> okay, and I just, I just, I love it. I love this we, song. And it's not even like... 
Well, I mean, it's, it's pretty high up there. <laughs> but yeah, but back it up. The bo- one of the like, obviously, it like the name says, you gotta back it up to the song. Like that's just what it is. It really, it really is though. <laughs> Moving on, uh, next song on the album is called Lucky, and you have more of a retro and funky sound with this one a little Disco bit. Disco come through. You know, this is a rollerblade song, all right. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Rollerblading in this house. (laughs) Yo, I love it too. And then there's a line that Joshua says, and it's just like, What did you do with my little salary? Like, where did it disappear? And I was just like, To you, Muffles. You know how many albums, like, how many versions of the stupid album you guys put out? Five. How dare you? (laughs) Like, that's money. That's where all my money went. She's saying as she pre orders all of them. I know. I haven't bought them yet. I want to see which one is better. I'm just like, 17, I don't know if I can continue collecting 17. They Next next album's going to be 17 copies. The next album after that, 25. I don't know. One time they're going to be like 100 copies of this. Let's go. You 100 different it. versions. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm tired. I'm fucking tired, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> My wallet's tired. I know, yeah, that's exactly what my wallet is tired. You're just like, exhausted about life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what my bank account feels like. Like, she tired. She's like, listen, bitch, you still haven't paid off your debt, and here you are. Same. albums. <laughs> listen, when this only has one version of their album, <laughs> love them. Love them. I love that for you, that you stand a group that actually cares about your well-being. <laughs> I know, because Because they usually most only of have ours two don't. versions. This is going to be the first one that they have one. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's groups that I stand. There's fucking BT. Like, do I fucking need 75 copies of the same fucking album? XYZ, no. JYK, LMNOP, fucking versions of every BTS album? No. <laughs> do I have them? Yes. I'm like, Why? A, I'm like avoiding eye contact because I was like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who am I to say anything? I bought do seven I need copies to buy of the same album. Five different pre orders because they all come with different fucking hologram posters? <laughs> no. But do I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did I have to did I have to spend seventy dollars on their fan club membership? No, but I did. <laughs> did I fucking have to spend forty dollars on the fucking victim fan fan meet video on V Live that's probably gonna be on YouTube in two days? No. <laughs> but did I? Yes. But back to back to seventeen. So lucky, um, it's kind of like a little like take a break. We're all lucky to be here type of song. And Again, we're they're playing this to... ping pong shit, okay? Because we were just yeah. fucking twerking our lives away for Back It Up. And now all of a sudden, we're like at a disco. I'm like, okay. This is what I like so far about this album. It's just like, they're you and me again. Different genres, throwing me in this roller coaster, making me throw it back, and then making me throw tears out my eyes type thing. So... This is what I like about Seventeen, the versatility and like just the different sounds and different music that they make. So, and this album is a perfect representation of it. Um, moving on to the next song, we have Snap Shoe. This is the other song that's tied for my favorite off the album. Ooh. Really? Yeah. This is the one I'm iffy about. Like, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. But I'm like, eh. I really, I really like it because um, the beginning, they go from like, you know, like between the deep voices and then the vocals with the, the I'm going to say sopa, like soup part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to like say it in Korean, but you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. And then the, the snap, the snap shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. a, like they do it in like a bird way. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, I don't know. <laughs> 
then the chorus hits and it's just like making you want to like run up the stairs and shit uh, and then i don't know, I know. the song deserves its own musical all right you know what though like that's what i thought too though like it needed something like very theatrical for this because exactly. even from the beginning it's like they're taking us to church because they have like a like it sounds like a choir Mm-hmm. the whole song takes you through like a whole journey in the best way possible because also the raps bitch the raps in this all right snap shoot snap shoot yo i love it i love it but it's like it's very like cynthia said it's very like fun and happy-go-lucky and and, and it's kind of like just like being together is enough like let's just capture the fun times get it because snap shoot type thing you know? <laughs> let's let's capture the moment you know like like kodak type thing but yeah so i feel like this song again it just goes into a little bit more of like a fun side of 17 and it's more and even lyric wise like i really like it because again it's like let's just enjoy being together and like having these moments like let's take pictures to commemorate them and always remember them and i'm here just like are, are y'all telling that to carrots like take pictures and always to remember each other like even when as we're growing older i was just like wow my babies i love them <laughs> i was like we need to take that advice because we never fucking take pictures we always like we i know pictures. see this is this is 17 telling us to get our shit together and take pictures ass out continuously they're telling us how to live our lives right now we're just like you're right and then we continue just messing that up <laughs> that's why that's why they're gonna come for us uh, that's another reason that's why <laughs> And again, we're gonna hear the seventeen before they drop kick us. Like they're gonna, we're gonna hear it in the distance, and it's gonna be like that big bird meme where they just kick it. <laughs> you're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're thinking it's like in your head. You just hear seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, to scoops. If you want to stop me, that's cool. But do it with your thighs, okay? You see the boom, and then you fucking see you standing in the door. <laughs> Like the meme of the alien. <laughs> nah, bitch, that'd be woozy. The little alien. Actually, yeah, because he's the one that looks the scariest, but it's just tiny. Yeah, he's the littlest. He's like, I heard you talking shit, cat. I'm like, me? No. <laughs> not at all. What you talking about? Nah, not me. Oh, my God. Well, to end up the album, we go into the Korean version of Happy Ending, which brings us to the end, the happy ending for this album, because it's beautiful. I love the song. It's so catchy. I just love everything about it. And I love that they ended the album with this song. I fucking love the raps in this. I say it in every song, but I love the raps in this. She's just like, Scoops is not my bias. I love every rap that Scoops does. Scoops does this, and I love it. I have it. never, he ever in my life denied that that man is my bias. Because, listen, <laughs> there is a video of me when I first got into Seventeen, and I'm crying on Cat's lap, and I'm like, I'm like, Scoops is so hot. <laughs> and, listen, it's just been downhill from there. There's also a video of her when we first moved into the apartment watching his um, Aju Nice oh, fan shit, cam bitch. where he's in, like, the maroon pants oh. and the suspenders. Oh yes, I still watch that. Mental breakdown. (laughs) But happy ending. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard it because of the Japanese release. But if not, go listen to it. I mean, it's in Korean, same thing, but different language, and it's still a bop. But yeah, but that was our 17 album review. Um, our thoughts on these songs and everything. Let us know what you guys think. 
um what's your favorite song what's everything i mean we've mentioned ours so please let us know what you think of the album your favorite song what you think about scoops dies like tell me it all girl or boy <clears throat> what do you think about woozy being a small genius hey he taller than me so i don't give a fuck 17 <laughs> oh they're coming we gotta go gotta go <laughs> Let's end the podcast with our songs of the week, shall we? In my emo-ness, my song of the week uh, is All of Victim's Discography. Thank you. <laughs> wow. But specifically, Blank. My song of the week is Room Service by Groovy Room. You're right. If you didn't Ooh, know Groovy right. Room, yes, Groovy release Room an album. an album. Everyone listen to it. It's been two it's weeks. It's so bomb. But so listen good. to it. It's so good. Those producing genius. Um, I have been listening to that and this whole 17 album on repeat, as well as one us. My one us song recommendation of this week is Red Thread. <laughs> Amazing. So my songs of the week. Um, I know. So I've been listening to the 17 album religiously, especially Let Me Hear You Say in 24-7. And also, I've been listening to JBJ95 again, religiously the past two weeks. And that's why I wondered why the heck did I not put them in my top list of groups? But I think it's because we only did five groups, right? Right? Okay. Yeah. That's gonna be my that's Here's gonna it. be my excuse. If anything, go listen to Crush by JBJ95. That's gonna be my wreck, because that song is a bop. Also, shout out to whoever discovered One We because we talked about them so much. Oh, if you're listening yeah. to the podcast, we appreciate that. And I'm glad that we were able to show you uh like help you discover a new group because we love we love that yes we love and they deserve all the love in the world also another song that i've been listening to religiously is their la tata cover um i've been oh, like yes i've been watching that video every single day um since it's been released so oh also um we have a lot of exciting things coming up on our youtube channel so if you guys want to subscribe to us that'd be really wonderful thank you yes <laughs> Anyway, whether you are a uh, woozy bias, yay, um, uh, escoops bias, woo, a wanwoo bias, or a mingyu bias like Terika, who we miss very much, make sure you always, always fangirl on.